Hello, I'm Ken. And I'm Nicole. This is Under the Umbrella, the off-season. <gasps> the off-season! The first of our Marvel podcasts. Marvel. Yes. Marvel, Marvel. Oh, man. Yeah. Truth time. This is actually the second time we're recording this particular podcast. We recorded last night, and our dog wouldn't leave anything alone. And He's an asshole. it sounded horrible. So we are re-recording, and we will try to recreate the fun we had last night. <laughs> yes, the fun. <laughs> so much fun. Anyway, yeah. So this is, we're starting uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier mm-hmm. now as our little off-season project for the next six weeks. Right. Um, we're coming at you a little bit late. Those who didn't see the Facebook post on Saturday evening, um, we are late because Ken accidentally hurt his back on Saturday while doing some yard work, mm-hmm. and we ended up in urgent care. And there was painkillers and muscle relaxers and passed out Ken. Yeah. And I don't know how to work the podcasting equipment. You know, you could so, try to learn. It I would take could, you five minutes. But I probably won't. You should. In case I die or something like that, you'll be able to put out our last podcast. No, that's okay. <sighs> so sad. <laughs> anyway, so, so we um, pushed our recording back by day and then by another day, thanks to the 90-pound puppy who was making our life hell last night. But mm-hmm. we are... Here now. Yeah. Um, cool. So, do you have any announcements or anything? Not so much, no. Just okay. diving into Marvel. Well, let's dive right in. Do you have a synopsis? Um, this is Ken vamping while Nicole finds a synopsis. See, I had one last night. Organized and everything. Basically, it's the first episode. Yes. Uh, Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes realize that their futures are anything but normal. Anything but normal. Yes. I don't think I'm going to get a buddy cop movie. We'll find out. I mean, this episode clearly wasn't. Yeah. (laughs) I really wanted a buddy cop Marvel. They didn't even interact in this episode. They did not. No. They're no. still separate. They're courting each other right now. Not even, not even that. They're I think still Sam totally is court. I think Sam is courting uh, Bucky. But we'll, we'll find out. But yeah. I was thinking it was kind of interesting that they—they're both essentially Steve's best friend, uh-huh. but in very, very different ways. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that was interesting. Future versus uh, past For best friends. Present versus past. I don't know. Past versus slightly less in the past. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, um, so we open up on the Marvel loading screen, which I like to call because it takes forever to get through it. Yes. And you get to see like a bunch of comics and whatnot, everything, which is really cool. Yep. Our son loves it. He loves yelling out the names of all the different superheroes. And he only knows he like six. It's so true. it's he only like. Knows a few. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's the Hulk. Okay. <laughs> We've seen the Hulk before. Look, Iron Man. That's about it's yeah. all he's got. Iron. Iron, Iron Man. Man. Yeah, that's what he calls Man. him. Yeah. Um, so what, what do you have first? Uh, first scene, we've got Sam putting on his suit. Oh, and, uh, you know, warning for everybody. I did not take my usual copious notes, um, for the next few weeks while we're doing the Marvel stuff. I'm going to try to actually watch the episodes and enjoy them rather than doing a word for word, um, note taking craziness. We might have to put a stop to this fam. 
Yeah. Apparently, I'm a little loosey-goosey these days. But anyway, so we open with Sam putting on a suit. Um, he's taking um, Captain America's shield from on top of his bed, which mm-hmm. has like a you know, old school quilt on it. Right. Um, puts it in a bag. And then we have a voiceover flashback to an old His Steve. bag is super old. I oh, yeah. Wonder, I wonder it's if like it's the same. Made I wonder and... if it's the same bag that he gave it to him in. Probably. From the movie. When Howard Stark gave it to him? No. Oh. When... Oh, in Endgame when... Yeah. Did Steve put it in a bag? I thought it was in a bag. Oh, because well. I thought he looked into the bag and it was there. Might have actually go watch Endgame again. <laughs> see if I can get through it again. It's just so intense. <sighs> anyway. Um, so <laughs> there's a voiceover flashback to old Steve giving it to him originally. Mm-hmm. And Steve asks him, you know, how does it feel? And he says, I feel like it belongs to somebody else. And Steve says, well, nope, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, it isn't. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, clearly yeah. implying that he is giving it to Sam and it now belongs to Sam, not someone else. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. we have him in some kind of in military mission. mission. Yes. Yeah. Which I think we discussed last night was happening before he's putting on the suit. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of like he's like flashing back to his, his most mi- recent his mission. Most recent, yeah. Yeah. Um, so a group called the LAF is targeting a military plane mm-hmm. and Sam as the Falcon is supposed to go and quietly stop a hijacking. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets there. Plane's already been hijacked. A pilot is dead. We assume co-pilot or not. I sure. think, I think it's the co-pilot. Yeah. Yeah. There is a man flying the plane, and the man next to him has a bullet in his head. Yeah. So, I, yeah. A pilot is dead. Yeah. Clearly not one of the hijackers. Right, right. <laughs> and um, then uh, Sam, like, comes up on the plane and, like, lands on the cockpit part. And is, like, <laughs> yeah, and he looking in. Yeah, and then, and then he's like, oh, crap. And then the guy sees him, and he, like, flies away. And then his boss comes in and is like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and he like, yells him in French yeah. about how he like he saw this guy. And he's like, you're an idiot. Leave and stop. Just fly yeah. the plane. Honestly, <laughs> um, that's, that's what I assume he said. Yeah. In, you know, in French. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sam uses Red Wing, his little buddy, mm-hmm. to... R2-D2, I'm going to call him. Yes, that's right. We decided you're going to call him R2-D2 yeah. because he has a personality and makes cute little sounds. And he's a little tiny <laughs> robot. Um, so he uses Red Wing to bust a laser hole in the plane and he like drops in to the plane by like flying sideways and like lands right there in his Falcon glory. Yeah. I kind of want to point out that I think he has some enhanced abilities because they like shoot, they shoot a like bullet at him. Like uh, there's a fight scene that ensues, right? Yes. There's a fight scene inside the plane. Inside the plane and bullets go flying and, and then he like puts away his wings Mm -hmm. and he's like going to go pick up the guy and one guy comes out. And shoots a bullet at him, and just as he shoots a bullet, he like he like puts his arm up really fast, like faster than the bullet. Mm-hmm. So I think he maybe have some like maybe, or he's just got super good reflexes from his years as the Falcon, because he's been doing it for a long time. He's been doing it longer than yeah, we have known. Sam. I don't think he, between between shooting a gun and then I'm pretty sure the bullet hits you before you hear the hear the shot. Maybe. So I, I don't, don't think... know. This is the Marvel universe. Who knows what's happening there? <laughs> anyway, so I can't one... talk to you about it. <laughs> it's true, you can't. Um, one of Sam's. <laughs> it just happens. It's magic. All right, just just go with it. Anyway, suspend, how the world suspend works, your disbelief mate. and move on. Um, so anyway, one of his tasks while stopping this hijacking that has already begun mm-hmm. uh, was to save some captain who was on the plane as well. Mm-hmm. Military captain, not 
flight captain, plane captain. Maybe he was the guy flying the plane originally. <gasps> Ooh, Maybe. I didn't even think of that. Maybe it was the co-pilot, and this is the pilot. Who knows? Anyway, Sam's supposed to save him. <laughs> this whole this whole thing is just kind of convoluted, just like just a bit. The, the whole fight scene, my brain, all of it, a little, <laughs> little crazy. Um, so a little muddy in there. <laughs> yes. Um, so during the the fight, one of the LAF guys accidentally shoots the pilot, or like the guy who's currently flying the mm-hmm. thing. I think it's a ricochet. Yeah, probably. I don't know because yeah. they were shooting at Sam, and Sam he used his wings, and yeah. things were flying off of him. And so the the guy who's flying the plane is shot and dies. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume the plane crashes. We never see the plane again. They disappear. <laughs> It's not needed. It's just red herring. <laughs> Pretty it's much, fun. yeah. <laughs> so while Sam's distracted, fighting some of the other guys, including like the main boss man of the the hijacking, mm-hmm. um, the terrorists jump out of the plane with the random captain who they were kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam pursues, and this is where the plane is just gone forever. We never yeah. see it again. I assume it crashed. Hopefully not over people or a metropolitan area, but we don't know. It could have. Who knows? I don't know. It's the desert. <laughs> there, there could be a lot of dead people. We yeah. Don't know. Um, so Sam pursues and there is a super high body count in this. I was really surprised by that. Like right. usually like they, they make an effort to like make it seem like they're not actually killing all the people, mm-hmm. but he's killing all the people. All of them. Like, yeah. Like he like takes out helicopters and he takes out people and like throws these guys into like, the, the cliff sides and things like that and yeah. clearly kills them. It blows them up. And, and there are so many helicopters. I don't know where they came from. We started off with two helicopters. Mm-hmm. Sam took them both out and then there was more helicopters and Sam took them out and there was another helicopter that all of the terrorists were in. They really and wanted Sam this guy. And Sam took that one out. <laughs> they really wanted this guy. And then one of the helicopters shot some missiles at Sam and he was doing all kinds of fancy flying with Falcon trying to like get away from missiles and he used the missiles to take out the helicopter that shot at him and then he flies. Well, first of all, this is where R2-D2 comes in because yes. he got shot in the back and it like... They needed to reroute his systems or something like that. Yes, and, and like, Red Wing, like, was... fixes it all. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there's one helicopter left that has the, the, the main bad dude and the captain that Sam is supposed to be saving. And Sam flies straight through the open door of the helicopter, grabs the captain, flies through, the missiles hit the helicopter, everybody dies. Although I think the one main dude managed to jump out and he survived. But you think so? we don't see him again. I, I, we, we I don't know if he would have survived that fall in his little squirrel <laughs> suit thing. I don't know, but yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. A lot of dead people. Um, <laughs> the whole thing was that Sam needed to stop the hijacking and save this captain before, before they, they hit, hit Libyan, Libyan airspace. airspace. And he does just barely. And his ground support is a guy named Lopez, who like the whole time was like, you're Tor- on your own, Sam. I, it was I can't Lopez help Torres. you. Those Torres. Oh, I thought his last name was, oh, maybe. I thought it was Lopez, but... I'm pretty sure it's Torres. I could be completely and totally wrong. I think you're right. It was Torres, actually. I'm pretty certain it was Torres. Yep. But anyhow, yep, uh, Torres is his last name. All right, I'm sorry. Torres is his buddy. <laughs> He's his ground support. Yeah. And, like, the whole time he was like, we're almost Libyan like, territory. You're on your own now, Sam. And then, like, Sam was like, ah, I got it. And it's fine. Because Sam's kind of a cocky asshole, but he's really good at what he does. So, you know. <laughs> So that was the first, like, fight scene. It was, like, super manic and crazy, and there was a lot of dead people, and Sam just kind of, like, shrugs it off. He's like, yeah, I did that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it was was interesting, though, because it was, like, a different fight scene than what Marvel usually has, Mm -hmm. and I assume that has something to do with the fact that Sam wasn't, like, one of the original Avengers. He's military. Mm -hmm. He comes at, like, you know, from a different point of view, plus he's, like, a different generation of... Hero, essentially. Mm-hmm. 
you know, he's he's following in the steps of Steve Rogers, who grew up in, you know, before mm. World War Two when the world was very different, and right. you know, was that like gentlemanly guy. And then there's Tony Stark, who's like super cocky, but also like values saving as many people as he can, like you know, all that yeah. other stuff. And yeah. So I just feel like it's this particular battle scene, mm-hmm. fight scene, whatever. Um, Sam destroying many many people scene um, just kind of illustrates that this is a new era for the Avengers and the superheroes and Marvel in general. Right, right. Um, yeah, so then we go down to Earth <laughs> and uh, we see we zoom in on Sam um, uh, fixing Red Wing and um, he like is like working on like Red Wing or his suit or something and Torres comes over and is like, oh, let me help you with that. And he's like, no, 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 no. Whenever one of you PsyOps guys gets on, gets on Red Wing, he gets all twitchy. Yeah. <laughs> you make it worse. Yeah. Leave him alone. Yeah. He doesn't like you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they, they get to talking about just some random stuff, like about, um, like, uh, kind of like talking about like different terrorist groups and uprisings yeah, in the area. They talk about the Flag and Smashers it, in yeah, particular. Flag smashers, yeah. yeah, they're one of the groups that apparently thought the world was better during the blip. Which, which is was... funny because I thought it was, first of all, like when he first showed the thing, I thought it was a flat earther thing. And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> are you kidding? Me? Yeah, because he has like a little app. And like when Come you like, you, like yeah. look at, look at like the area around you through this app and it shows like symbols from this group. Do you know what that's group. called? No, I don't know what that's called. What is that called? Augmented reality. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds like some, some fun fancy words. Anyway. <laughs> I like to watch and see what's presented in front of me on television and movie shows. I don't like to... Or movie shows. <laughs> television shows and movies. I don't like delving too deep. <clears throat> okay. Superficial. I'm all so, happy there. <laughs> okay. But so the Flag Smashers think the world was better during the blip, which was the five years that half the population mm-hmm. disappeared, thanks to Thanos, yeah. who was now defeated, and they're all back. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they were kind of talking about that, and like and during this whole time, like this people kind of keep walking up to Sam and like thanking him, and some dude walks up, and he's like, you brought my wife back, I love you, and he's like super excited, yeah. and Sam speaks fluent Arabic. Right, um, yeah, that was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, um, or whichever version of... Arabic, Arabic he's speaking. Was it Arabic? Okay. Yeah, it Arabic. I wasn't sure which specific language it was. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah. they're kind of talking about that. Sam knows Arabic. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, they talk a little bit about Steve Rogers and where he went. Was he mm. really gone? And um, Torres mentions that people think that Steve is actually in a secret moon base, which when we saw that, we were both like, oh, Umbrella Academy! Yeah, <laughs> so Luther exciting. has a friend. <laughs> he can go hang out with Luther now. Hopefully, um, Steve will rub off on Luther rather than the way around because that would be uh, awful. Hopefully. <laughs> yep. And then um, Sam's like, no, no, he did not go to the moon. Yeah. It's fine. And then he yeah. gets up to leave and yeah, says like, he's... Where, Torres is like, where are you going? He's like, I'm back, heading back to Washington for some secret moon stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. When in reality, he is going to give Captain America's shield to the Smithsonian. Yeah. Um, instead of keeping it himself, as Steve Rogers very clearly intended. Um, and he gives a speech about, um, you know, symbols and how heroes are important. And it's important for, you know, people to have a symbol and something to look up to. And that's why he's giving Steve's shield to the Smithsonian. So yeah. people can look at it and see and know what kind of guy he was. And, and use that as like a, a beacon for how to 
treat the rest of the world, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, that was very much paraphrased, but that's basically <clears throat> what he was saying. <laughs> you got the point across the head. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so he's really happy, except for Rhodey. Rhodey is not pleased this is happening. Yeah. Um, right. which does not surprise me at all because I mean, Rhodey is war machine now. Like he got, you know, the cast offs of his buddy and mm-hmm. got to like use it for the common good. Yeah. Um, so he expects Sam to do the same. And Sam's not to mention like, his buddy's dead too. Right. Yeah. So they're both kind of like, they have a way to commiserate. I guess. Yeah, exactly. It's like s- similar situations for both of them. Yeah. Um, and they both have a similar background. They're both military. You know, they kind of came at the whole superhero thing just by being, heroes who happen to get drawn into it and everything so yeah. they you know have a very similar background there yeah uh, Rhodey asks why sam didn't take up the mantle as he puts it um sam says that it belongs to steve mm-hmm. and it's not his the shield is not his it belongs to steve and it's always gonna belong to steve uh Rhodey says the world's broken and someone needs to fix it and amen to that jesus the world's broken right now <laughs> yeah right <laughs> where is our sam because dear god we don't, we don't get a sam we don't, we don't get one that's just really depressing. That's fantasy. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, and they um, talk. And you mentioned that it looked like uh, when when Sam is talking about how the shield belongs to someone else, he kind of points at the picture of Bucky mm-hmm. almost. And I missed well, that. Well, they're looking but... at Bucky. Like, there's like a huge mural that they're looking at. Mm-hmm. But it's also like Bucky. they're like in like the Captain America room of the Smithsonian. Yeah, but there's though, so. it's like it's like a picture of Captain America mm-hmm. and like Bucky and like those guys. And I just assumed that. Bucky was the one that he was gesturing to. Yeah. Which I'm curious if that was actually his intent. Like, if he actually felt like that Bucky should become the new Captain America, which given his dark history, you know. Yeah, but he also said it was meant for somebody else. Mm -hmm. I mean, he must have had somebody in mind. Sure, but I mean, he could have meant Steve. I mean, like, it's meant meant for Steve. It belonged to Steve. Now it's done and over with. I don't know if he had that much forethought. Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) But... Yes. So anyway, so I think now, you're reading way too much into it. I think this you're not, reading too much into it. I think <laughs> I think you're seeing different subtexts than I'm seeing here. <sighs> Once again, we don't talk about this a whole lot before we record. This is like the first time we really discuss it, which is always fun. The second time, really. Well, technically, it's the second time, yes. But this is different information. Mm. <laughs> um. So then, what? What's next? Uh. Now we're at the hotel. Um. The with, hotel. Yeah, with the students walking into the room. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Right, so we're right. in a new scene now, um, which we, we thought they were students, but they're actually like consultants, consultants. for a conference yeah, or something like that. that. But they look like students. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're walking into a hotel and they're kind of, you know, there's, I think, three or four of them. They're I talking about getting a nightcap. I think there's four because I think three go to get Three go to the bar. Yeah. And then one um, goes to his room. He says he needs to review his notes or something like that for the next day mm-hmm. um, or something or other. Yeah. Um, and while, you know, he heads off to his room and then we see a bunch of... Guys, heavy, heavy security like oh, yeah, outside there's a the lot door. Of there's yeah. a guy surrounded by other security guards. Um, and then we see Bucky bursting through a wall that was made to look like plaster, but actually we think it's paper. <laughs> well, yeah, because he punches through the wall and grabs the guy, rips him through the wall, and I think he throws him out. Yeah. And it, like, or something yeah, like that. Like I can't remember. Paper it's so that, But he takes out yeah. all the guys. Yeah. All yeah. of them, including the dude they were guarding. Um, and he says, Hail Hydra! And kills him. Yeah. And this part for me was kind of a little crazy because I thought this was like present day. Oh. And I thought that, not that Bucky was bad and evil Winter Soldier again, mm-hmm. but that he was like taking out previous Hydra 
members yeah. that hadn't been dealt with yet and, and it was it was, it was it was like uh yeah you thought it was a dream i thought it was like a hail hydra motherfucker like right before he kills him kind of thing yeah. you know <laughs> like, like you suck i'm gonna murder you that's what i thought was Our happening minds were in two different places they really were um and then the the guy we thought was the student mm-hmm. is at his door in the hallway where bucky and he's just having a the lot guy. of trouble getting into his room yeah pretty sure if he just sh- Remained very quiet. Yeah, Bucky would never... Because that's when, like, he was, like, panicking. Yeah. And that's when Bucky, like, turned his head and saw him. I don't yeah. think he would have noticed otherwise. Yeah, yeah. But he, like, he couldn't get the key in the door, and he was just, like, Well, just because of all the mind control he was under. Like, right? it was, like, a singular purpose to get get in, kill the guy, and get out. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, so the, the kid's panicking, saying, you know, like, he won't tell anybody. He'll, you know, he never saw anything. He's just going to go in his room and be done. And Bucky shoots him. Mm-hmm. And then wakes up. So, clearly, it was a dream about the past. Uh, which made me happy because I felt like that was going to a really dark place real fast. If it was present day, not Winter Soldier yeah. time period. Sorry. Uh, I was very concerned <laughs> that Bucky went evil again. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. This is going to be a different. Like, this is a different show. I was like, this is way different than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> they were working together, not one going after the other. God. Yeah. Um, <sighs> so Bucky wakes up and then he's in his therapist's office. Mm-hmm. I love this therapist. <laughs> I said it last night when we were watching, and I said it again during our last podcast, that if I were a therapist, I'd be just like this woman. Like, I'd be... I think you need this woman as a therapist. I'd be pretty, <laughs> I probably do. I'd be pretty mean to my, my patients. But anyways, so she asks <laughs> if he's still having nightmares, mm-hmm. and he's like, no, no nightmares. And she's basically like, you're lying. I can tell. Yeah. And he's like, not lying. And so she's like, starts like writing in her notebook and he tells her that it's super passive aggressive when she writes in that notebook. And she's like, look, you don't talk. I write. That's how it works. And she reminds him that, um, a condition of his pardon is therapy and he has to actually talk to her in therapy. Yeah. Um, and so he, he doesn't mention the nightmare. Like he still like skirts around that, but he, um, you know, kind of tells her, he's like, I'm doing stuff. And mm-hmm. she's like, give me your phone. If you trust no. me, hand me your phone. And so he tosses <laughs> his phone to her. And she's like, you have, don't even have 10 phone numbers in this thing. I'm the only person you've called in a week. And you've been ignoring Sam's text messages. So clearly your life sucks. Yeah. Like, what is wrong with you? And he, he mentions that he's, you know, um, not, like over 100 years old. Like, who's he going to talk to? He's got no friends. They're all dead, basically. Yeah. And he... <laughs> I just thought it was a very interesting little conversation. She like throws his phone back at him and she's like, you suck. What is wrong with you? Um, and he tells her about his efforts to make amends, as they call it, using her three rules. And the three rules were... Um, well, he- first, wait, wait, first, first, first. He, he flashes to a parking lot <laughs> yeah. and he like walks up to this car and he puts a device underneath the wheel well. Mm-hmm. And then he walks like up the ramp kind of like a way so he yeah. can like stand at a pillar and look. And then he hears, like, um, he hears someone talking. And then she's like, and he's like, I followed all your rules. And he said, first, nothing illegal. Nothing illegal. And that's like, that's the thing. <laughs> Where he's doing illegal. And then, yeah. And then he says, and then don't hurt anybody. And it flashes to him. And he like, the, he comes up and he looks at the woman and he punches the guy in the face because he's going to like. And like breaks his hand or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And, it's, and so ne- the next rule is. I mean, he didn't die, yeah, I think. Don't hurt anyone. <laughs> Well, okay. And then the third one, which is my favorite, is that he goes, he goes, I am no longer the Winter Soldier. I am Bucky Barnes. <laughs> and you're arrested or something like that. Or I can't remember. 
And this, the rule number three. You're you're part of my efforts to make amends for my like my crimes or something like that. (laughs) And it's it's like it's a it was a senator that he had helped install in government when Mm -hmm. he was the Winter Soldier and who is no longer being controlled by Hydra, but is clearly still evil. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he is like taking her out, but he does it in like, you know, a in the le- rules. less violent way within yeah. the three rules. And I, I feel like he, he follows the, the spirit of the rule, not necessarily the actual I mean, isn't that worse letter. to do anyway? <laughs> yes. Follow the spirit I mean, of the He letter. doesn't kill anybody. And yeah, he breaks the law, but it's just recording. And then the police show up and arrest her. So, you know, all good. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah, <laughs> really enjoy that scene uh and then they are talking about like what what he wants out of life because mm-hmm. he has no friends he goes nowhere he's just making amends air yeah. quotes here <laughs> and um he tells his therapist that in 90 years he basically went from one fight to the next with the exception of a few years in wakanda mm-hmm. and he just wants peace and, and she, she says that's bullshit she says, that's bullshit and he tells her that she's a terrible shrink <laughs> which i just loved yeah First of all, I love the actress. Like, I think she's just a fantastic actress, and I love her as a shrink. It's just, yeah, mm-hmm. it makes me happy. Um, so let me find out that Bucky does have a friend. He his goes and gets Yuri. Yuri, his neighbor. Um, is it his neighbor, or is it just some random guy? I think it's his neighbor. But he, anyway, he walks up. When Yuri is there, he's fighting with another neighbor about... Uh, unique. Yes, Unique. That's right. <laughs> that is his name. Like Monique, <laughs> but a U. Oh, with a U. So it's Unique. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's fighting with Unique about garbage. I guess um, Yuri likes to, or Unique is putting his garbage in, in Yuri's, Yuri's can. can because Yuri's can is not all the way full. You yeah. guys not appreciate this. Um, so he's like this like old Asian dude, and Bucky is clearly friends with him. Like he walks up and like you know fixed like stops the dispute and gets them both to calm down, and mm. he gets Yuri to go to lunch with him. Yeah, uh, basically by promising to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they go to a restaurant where they're eating um, and Yuri sets him up with a, with, I think the waitress, um, mm-hmm. I think is what we, we landed on. Yeah, she's yeah. a waitress. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, she's a waitress. Yep. And it was super cute. He's like, hey, hey, my friend wants to ask you out. Can you take it out for like pinochle or something? And she's like, yeah, sure, but not the pinochle, maybe. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know. And <laughs> so Bucky's like, yeah, sure, let's go out. Yeah. Um, and it's like really cute and really awkward all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like you can tell like he's very interested but has no idea how to approach this woman mm-hmm. uh, which is funny because you know in the Captain America movies he was like you know kind of a ladies man like he had all mm. the chicks all yeah, over yeah. and wanted to go dancing so clearly at some point in his life he knew how to pick up the chicks yeah. but not anymore when yeah. he's you know 100 years old and then mm-hmm. right after this uh, Yuri sees some red bean buns mm-hmm. sitting there and um he gets this really long, forlorn look on his face. Yeah, he has like a really like emotional moment. Um, and he starts talking about his son who mm-hmm. died abroad. And you can tell that this is really affecting Bucky. Like uh, at this point, I'm like, oh, something's up with the son and Bucky. Like mm. they are connected in some way. Um, this is not just like some random stranger that Bucky became friends with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Yuri Sama, his son died. It was just, a, you know, a shooting, um, totally random. He was a consultant overseas. Mm-hmm. The police said it was an accident and he was just wrong in the, place, wrong time, wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. Uh, but he always felt in his, like he points to his heart and he says he always felt it was strange here. Mm-hmm. Um, and something wasn't right about it. And like the look on Bucky's face and he, <laughs> you know, what's wrong with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down right here. Yes. Yep. I, I, did, I did write it down. <laughs> And yeah, so, and then we leave Bucky and Yuri. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so now we're with Sam and his sister. Um, mm-hmm. Sam rolls up to a fishing dock and his nephews like run over and get super excited. And he mentioned when he was talking with um, Rody earlier in the previous scene with him that when he went away, his nephews were babies and he came back and they're little men. Because he, oh, yeah. he was gone for five years. Yeah. And um, so he rolls up and he and his sister start fighting over selling the boat that was part of their family's business mm-hmm. and has now become part of his sister's business because, you know, he's been gone. And before that, he was in the military. Uh, but they had a fishing business and she wants to sell the boat <clears throat> because they're just not making any money and she can't afford to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sam is adamant that they keep the boat. <laughs> yeah. He um because it's their heritage, their family's owned it for generations, you know, it's, yeah, it's and I think his sister gives him like an ultimatum like we can keep the boat if we sell the house. Yeah. Or we can sell the boat we, and keep we the We can house. have one or the other. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> um yeah. And Sam's kind of not having any of it. He's like, No, we'll get a loan. She's like, I've tried to get loans. He's like, No, yeah. no, we'll get a loan. I'll, so, I'll get us a loan. Yeah, he says he'll do it. And she says something you know, mm. oh, to the rescue and he's like, Yep, to the rescue. Uh <laughs> so <laughs> We know how their relationship goes. Yeah. She also punches him at some point, and, and, he says, and he's, he's like, "Oh God!" <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we've got Bucky on his date. Yep. Um, they're talking about dating and oh, how awkward oh, wait, it is. Wait, wait. Oh. I, I, I had a thing. I'm oh, sorry. we missed something. No, no. Well, we didn't miss anything. I just was a comment that I was gonna make. Oh. Um, he says he promises he's gonna get that loan, or he oh, promises yeah. he's gonna do the thing. And I wrote, "Sam's gonna end up breaking that promise." <laughs> yeah, probably a little bit. <laughs> Just a little. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we've got Bucky. He and his date are at the restaurant again. Um, and they're talking about like how awkward dating is. And he tried, he tried the dating apps and it's just so weird. And mm-hmm. she asks how old he is. And he says he's 106 years old. And she's like, oh, ha, ha, you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I am. I'm really 106 years old. And he's just like, old. yeah, funny. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> 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 and she asks about his gloves because he, you know, wears gloves over his metal hand. <clears throat> and um, he, like, looks at his hands and he's clearly, like, kind of, like, casting around for something to say. Mm-hmm. And I felt like he almost said something. Right. And then he was like, I have poor circulation. And yeah, like, I kind of I felt like he was going to have a connection with somebody. Right, I, I was like, just say you have a prosthetic. Yeah. One of your arms is prosthetic, so you wear gloves. Yeah, I know. Like Tony Stark's age, they probably have right? pretty sick-ass prosthetics. Yep, but nope. Poor circulation. So that'll be a bit of a shocker for her when she, you know, sees the gloves off. But different issue. <laughs> when um, he gets to second base and she's like, whoa! That's kind of cool What is there. that? <laughs> so they played Battleship yeah. as a drinking game, which was super cute. And he's really bad at it. Yeah. And she's really good at it. Yeah. Um, so he's, you know, drinking like crazy. And they talk about... Um, family and you know he mentions that he has a sister uh, but his parents had died mm-hmm. um and that's kind of like the end of like his like the personal side of his conversation but she brings up yuri and how cute it is that he's become friends with yuri and right. how how hard it was for him when his son died and um when she's talking about about that she talks about how you know like if your wife dies you're a widower if your parents die you're an orphan but if your child dies like there's no word for that because it's the worst thing that can happen to you basically mm-hmm. and um bucky gets really upset and he's like i got to go and like just gets up and walks <laughs> and out and she's away. like oh, are you okay and he's like yeah and just like leaves yeah <laughs> uh, doesn't really say anything else <clears throat> so he goes and we see him knock on Yuri's door. Yuri answers, um, and he makes up something about needing to pay him back for lunch because he forgot to pay or something like that. Right. And we see a picture in the background of Yuri's son. We called assume. it. And it's the kid that Bucky killed at the hotel, the consultant. I called so, it. So, yep, Bucky was involved in Yuri's son's death. And then we see his little notebook where he was keeping his list of mm-hmm. people to make amends with. Like they really needed to spell that out. Like- right? 
Yeah, but like, Yuri's name is at like the very top, which makes me feel like he seems to have two lists. He's got the list of people he needs to like apologize to and like atone yeah. to, and then the list of people that he needs to like take out to atone I wonder, for his own well, sins. Well, see, basically. and I wonder, I wonder because Yuri's name is the only one circled. But there were a couple other names on that list that weren't like crossed off yet. Yeah, but I'm wondering if Yuri is the only one that he needs to like atone like for, apologize, like yeah. apologize for, and, instead of like taking somebody out for for Hydra, right? Maybe. I kind of want to go back and look at that list again. Yeah. Because I felt like it was two different pages. Well, I think it was, but I think yeah. it had, I mean. But it could be a very long. long for I mean, 90 years he was being brainwashed and to go kill people and True. stuff. So I'm sure he has a long list. But I'm guessing of, not many of them are alive anymore. Well, true, I guess. I mean, you got to figure there's probably only 30 years worth of people he has to apologize to. I'm not okay. getting that many people, right? I think there could be quite a few, many people. But <laughs> 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 so. Anyway. Yeah. So we. Leave them. Mm-hmm. Lucky's clearly wrestling with something there. Yeah. Um, we're in Switzerland now. And Switzerland. Torres. Where they speak Swiss German. We had a whole not conversation. Swishish. Not, not Swiss-ish. Swiss, Swiss-ish. <laughs> we had a whole conversation last night about what the language people in Switzerland speak. And it's primarily German. Yeah. Some French. A few other languages. But mostly German. Italian. Yes, Italian. Mostly German. Um, which made sense because they were speaking German. In this scene. Yeah. So, <laughs> in Switzerland, uh, Torres, who I have noted as Lopez again, because clearly I can't pay attention. Um, I think he goes, you have ADD. That's very possible. You should probably go see something Very, very that. possible. Yeah, it's fun. It's more entertaining this way. <laughs> Is it? Is it? You sure? <laughs> I am positive. I don't think it's more entertaining. <laughs> hey, you've been on this for 13 years now, honey. <laughs> You're stuck. <sighs> So I'm looking for a new wife. If anybody has any, uh, has any leads, go ahead and email me. Oh, funny, funny man. Anyway, <laughs> Torres goes to a meeting, I have in quotes, meeting, mm-hmm. of um, the Flag Smashers. Um, and, he, you know, there was like a text that went out with the app that he had. And mm-hmm. a bunch of people all show up and mill yeah. about together. And then some chick shows up with, um, or seriously a woman, yeah, yeah, shows up with some masks. They all put them on. Um and they all have like the you know the hand symbol, which reminded me of the orcs in, in Lord Orc of the Rings. Masks. Except for the the hand mark is red, not white, but whatever. Whatever, <clears throat> it's fine. Yep. Um, anyhow, and then um, they all get a text that says "run," mm-hmm. and right as that text goes through, all the alarms in this building right next to them go on. Wee wee wee. Those are called klaxons. Yes, exactly. The klaxons go off, mm-hmm. and. Um, a guy like bursts out some windows and jumps out of like what looks like the second story. Yeah, and does like so. a superhero landing. Yeah, with a couple of big bags. I don't think so either. I think he's got some kind of enhancements though. Yeah. Uh, we'll find out more, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so he's got these two big bags. Someone yells something about he's got the money or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he starts walking off. Um, he's wearing the same mask as everybody else. And as he's leaving, two other masked people come and they grab the bags and they run and like scatter. Um, everybody else is scattering around being all crazy Torres follows the guy that originally had the bags and draws a gun on him yep draws a gun on him and gets his ass kicked like full on stomped I think it stomps yes Uh, yeah but but he does record it he had a video camera like on his person it was his phone yeah oh in a pocket and he unzipped a thing like this much there we go I thought he had like a body cam which you know phone Uh, body cam I mean it's the same thing (laughs) but so he records it yeah um and then we have Sam. So right before he passes out, mm-hmm. uh, he sees the guy walk off and then he passes out with, you know, 
face all messed up. Yeah. Um, Sam and his sister now are trying to get a loan. And they are speaking with the loan officer. Um, and he keeps telling Sam, he's like, you, you look familiar. Did you play for sports team XYZ? Sp- and- sports team? I don't even know. <laughs> I, you- I'm not a sports guy. No, you're not. No. Um, did you you know, did you play for this team? And he's like, no, no. But you recognize me, don't you? And the guy's like, I do. Why do I know you? Have we met? And Sam's like, no, but you've probably seen me. And makes like little like bird <laughs> motions with his hands. And the guy gets all excited. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're the Falcon. And you know, you, you helped defeat the the guy and bring already you back the guy. <laughs> he, like, he was like tripping over his words and, like couldn't and then he talks about um you know it's like asking all kinds of questions about it and like takes a selfie with him and he's like super jazzed to meet one of the avengers and everything yeah. and, um so then sam like kind of tries to bring the conversation back around to the loan and um the the loan officer sort of tries to like lead the conversation to well where do you get your money yeah um like you know is there a fund for superheroes when you're fighting all these bad guys did stark set you up when he was still alive like where does your money come from and he Mm. sam's like well you know people are really generous but no there's not really any it's all goodwill yeah it's you know it's not really like no we don't get paid um but he's like but we qualify for the sba loan like you know we have all our documentation the loan officer says well yeah but you have no income for five years and he's like yeah because i was gone like billions of other people Mm. um and the bank officer says that um they don't qualify for the sba loan anymore because they've had to change the qualifications because people just keep popping up you know (laughs) which is just like the most ridiculous ridiculous bank crap ever in my life like and yet i am not at all surprised if that were an actual situation where millions and billions of people suddenly came back after being gone for five years that all the banks would change their regulations because of that i would not be all surprised so <laughs> okay no, no loan for sam and his sister sarah yeah they like walk out and um, they get some food out of the back of the truck to. Well, first of all, no, no, she takes this this huge folio of really important documents and just chucks it <laughs> oh, sorry, into the back, into the back of, of the, the truck, truck bed. <laughs> just meh. We and... didn't get the loan. Social security numbers are not a thing anymore. <laughs> and just yeah. tosses it in. Meh. And you're like, wow, that's pretty important documentation. <laughs> None of this information is, is useful any longer. <laughs> Except for through the identity thieves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and they take a bunch of food out of the back of the truck to... Um, I, they'd mentioned in a previous scene um, about like the, the food bank or something like that. Yeah, they so do like a food bank thing. Or feeding I'm, people, I think. Yeah. Um, and they go, you know, walking off about that. Um, and Sam, you know, he says, he's like, there's other there's other banks. We're, I'm going go to go to get this loan. We're going to get it. No. They're not going to get it. They're not going to get it. Um, <laughs> I assume something else will happen that will allow them to keep the boat. I, I, I think... They're eventually going to meet up with um, Tony Stark's wife. Mm-hmm. And she's going to give them a bunch of money. I would not be surprised. Or she's going to set up a fund or something. <laughs> I think we'll find out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's next? Oh, and they're at home. Yeah, he's working on the boat, trying to mm-hmm. get it started. Um, and while he's working on the boat, unsuccessfully trying to get it started while talking and coaxing it uh, <laughs> torres calls and, or texts him a picture mm-hmm. of his screwed up face and um says that he needs sam to get to a secure phone because he needs to talk to him <laughs> and he goes inside yep he goes inside um which makes me wonder how secure his phone is just because he went inside the house but whatever he was talking about the computer yeah but he had like but he also had his phone out like he oh. was like on the computer but he was like talking on like facetime on his phone yeah um but anyway <clears throat> So maybe his phone is secure. I don't know. Anyway, 
he's talking to him. Um, Torres is telling about the encounter with the Flag Smashers and, like, how, mm. you know, shows him the video. Um, and that's what he's watching on the computer is the video. Oh, yeah. Quickly. And yeah. Um, he talks about, like, how this guy was super strong because, like, he kicked a guy and, like, you know, he flew off the ground and, like, into a light pole, like, 15 feet away or something. And, yeah. Uh, mentions how he's really strong. And Sam, like, almost gets ready to say something, which um, I feel like he was going to say that this guy is an enhanced, which is what they called mm. like, the twins and other people with yeah. powers before that. Um, but he doesn't say it. Like, he stops himself before saying it. And then while they're kind of wrapping up their conversation, Sarah comes in and tells Sam he needs to turn on the news. Um, something's happening. Sam's call to action. Yes. Um, while they turn the news on and it's some guy at the Smithsonian talking about how it's like basically like taking Sam's speech and turning it into like this like America first kind of thing. Um, and he mm-hmm. he does this whole like we need a new symbol. We need a new hero. Like we can't. The world is too dangerous to have no one. So we have to have a hero. And we have to have someone to follow. And then the new Captain America <sighs> Walks guy. down the stairs with Steve Rogers's. Yeah, and he has a gun. Yes, he has a gun, and he's got the shield, and he looks like poor man's version of Steve Rogers. <laughs> like I saw a meme the other day that that was like had a picture of this new Captain America, um, and, mm-hmm. it, and it said, "When you order Captain America off of Wish." Oh yeah, <laughs> because he's like you know not quite what you're expecting, but kind of looks like it. He doesn't look like he fits in the suit. No, like it like. The, I don't think they tailored it to him or made him his own suit. Like, I think they just slapped Steve Rogers' suit on top of this guy. And so he has, like, the mask on, which on Steve Rogers comes down to about his cheekbones or yeah. so. This guy's, like, falling over his, like, nose and face. Like, it just looks like it doesn't fit him. Yeah. Um, and I then mean, I think that it was very deliberate. Yeah. And then we get a, a shot of Sam looking at the television with his, like, just look on his face. Like, oh, I fucked up. Full um, of ennui. Yes. Because one, like... <laughs> He didn't intend for anyone to use the shield again. And two, it's his shield. And he knows it's his shield. He knows. I think he knows it's Bucky's shield. Yeah, I think he knows it's his shield because Steve gave it to him. Okay. So, Anyway. So that was the end of the episode. Yeah. There's only three pages of notes. I'm quite proud of myself. You should be proud of yourself. I wrote them instead of typing them out this time, which was very exciting for me. (laughs) But yeah, Yeah. it was was interesting though. I'm kind of... Glad, but kind of wary that we're moving into the Marvel universe because there's so much to it mm-hmm. and so many fans. I'm a little worried about pissing everybody Hopefully off. Hopefully, you get more fans, right? We might pick up a few extra people. Yeah, if you know if you someone know, who you likes know Marvel, Marvel fan, bring him over. Yeah. <laughs> bring him over here. Um, but it wasn't what I was expecting. I expected like the whole like buddy cop kind of thing to start. Well, with I wanted this a buddy cop movie. I know you really wanted a buddy cop movie. A Bucky cop movie. <laughs> I think we'll get there just based on like quotes and trailers and stuff i've seen i hope so yep uh but yeah it's, it wasn't it like i mentioned earlier like that first fight scene and everything it seemed like a deliberate change and pivot from previous right. marvel and avengers fights and movies and things like that so yeah. i'm curious to see where it goes and how it totally how it progresses from here yeah so, yeah. And our house is about ready to erupt into chaos. Yes, all the animals are up and yelling at each other, and they'll be. So, we're going to leave you guys shortly. here. We'll see you next week.